Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. I uh, hope you guys are well. We're back to a full complement this week of six of us. Uh, we're looking forward to uh, a few beers and some interesting chats. So yeah, can't wait. So um, what have we been up to this week? Let's start with you, Dave, because you, you look like you've um, you look like you've had a busy week. What is there anything you want to tell us about? Uh, I, I literally just got back down off the Snowden walking path and only just uh, only just made it in time. Uh, they. They bollocked up the weather forecast, unfortunately. They said it was going to be rainy till about 10 o'clock and then plenty of interest in light. Didn't stop raining till half three. <gasps> it was steroids no. the entire time. Oh. However, it gave me an opportunity to test my new brolly. Um, <laughs> and it was brilliant. I kid you not, it was absolutely brilliant. I had it strapped onto here, so I was hands-free with it. Oh, hi. I couldn't keep the rain off the lens because it was blowing in underneath all this misty stuff, but it kept me dry and, and my kit, when it was just attached to me, didn't get wet. So yeah, that was all right, but I'd rather not have to test it again anytime soon if I can avoid it. Was it busy today? Uh, no, really quiet. I mean, most of the counties around about are locked down. The reason I bobbed out today was because obviously we're going to be locked down shortly, so I thought I'll make the most of it while I can. Uh, but no, it was lovely. It was it was just like normal times. It was like a normal sort of mid-October, as you'd expect. Two or three people on the entire path. Perfect. Oh, lovely. Sounds good. Did you get any images, Dave? Well, <coughs> I've had a quick look at the Raws. I, I, I won't lie. I kept you lot waiting while I was checking them out. Um, <laughs> Priorities, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, I think one or two might be all right the, the problem's going to be putting them together for a vlog because it was the filming was a real headache because i only had the one brolly and so the trouble is my video camera's not waterproof so i was trying to you know i got a clamp i clamped the brolly to the tripod but the wind kept catching it so in the end i just ended up holding it so it's one of these run and gun mally styly ones oh exciting um, yeah the best the best type <laughs> some people might say the best type well yeah quite I, I i must admit i i do admire that sort of technique i tend to be a bit stick the tripod up stand around in front of it like some muppet from the antiques roadshow <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. how high did you make it dave oh i only went up to the uh, the first hanging valley up at kunklan that's all i was intending to do i wanted i really wanted to shoot the waterfalls because i knew there'd be lots of water on them so I thought, well, I go up there. By the time I get to the top, the light should start, and I'll kind of gradually work my way down the valley, end up in the forest at the bottom. So I did, except that it was just, it was tipping down the whole way. So, I mean, I only got one shot on the tripod of the water. So everything else was handheld, so a fast shutter speed, unfortunately. Sounds good. So there was only, good. But I did manage to get one shot at a tenth of a second. I bet the colour in the uh, I bet the colour in the forest down the bottom is absolutely fantastic this time of year, isn't it? It is. It's coming nicely. The problem is, about this time next week, it'll be perfect, <laughs> and we can't. I can't go then. Should have set up a webcam. <laughs> well, does your does your drone does your drone go that far? What's the range <laughs> yeah. of the drone like? Can you get that over there? <laughs> uh, I think the furthest I've had it is checking whether or not my boat is still afloat. Uh. <laughs> That's a good. That's a good idea, actually. That's a good use for a drone. It saves me walking down there. I yeah. just buzz it down and just check on everything. Yeah, very true. Check for intruders as well, can't you? Any rogue sheep yeah. knocking about? Or... <laughs> yeah. So, anyone else been up to anything exciting hey, this what week? We're not done. Podcast oh. action. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit late now. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we'll just, don't worry. We'll, we'll just cut all that stuff with Dave. Don't worry about that. That'll yeah. just be gone. Yeah. And we'll, We'll start from now. Well, we got that special off of Amazon. It was a, it was a gift. Have, I think have you ordered was... that specially for the podcast? No, it was a gift. So from who? Yeah, Who's bought you that? I know, I know. He's a he's a gent. Who? who? Raymond McBride, my good oh. pal. Bought him boat face from Mel's Beach himself. Bought it for me. I was quite. <laughs> it was a good giggle. Friend to the stars. Mm. Clappers. I, I've not got. You are. You are. You are, mate. <laughs> you still with us? Me. Who? Who? Yeah. Who? Me. Why? What's happened? 
Have you I went, oh, you sort of went, oh, I've not got, ooh, ooh, oh, no, I had both earbuds in, which was lovely for listening to Dave's dulcet tones, but the moment I had to talk, I felt like Kajigoogoo. You're <laughs> 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 shy. I haven't got enough uh, hair for that, mate. Kajigoogoo, uh, <laughs> oh, that's a long time ago. Classic, yeah. Too shy. Who else did this thing but too shy shy? Come on, oh, Gary. I, I remember they had a Come song on. called uh, The Never Big Apple. Story. Oh, no, that was oh, Limol. That was the least. Limol, yeah. 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 They had a song called The Big Apple, which I think was the follow up oh. to Two Shy. The Big, Big Apple. And then I'm pretty sure after that they just died a death. And then Limol That's surprising. had Big Hair all on his own. <laughs> Great bass player. You slap and tickle it. I just like the bass player from level, Culture level, Club. Level, is it level 40? Oh, level 42. What's his name? Level 42. Oh, yeah. King. Mark King. Mark King. King. Legend. Yeah, he was a proper old oh. slapper. He was a proper slapper. Always, always <laughs> running from his family, though, wasn't he? He was, yeah. Johnny hmm. Marr. Big Smith. Johnny Marr. Mark King on bass. Brian May on guitar. And uh, the drummer out of... Uh, um, Def Leppard. It was like you reached inside my mind. Who on vocals or? Who on vocals? Oh yeah, vocal. Oh, it'd have to be. Um, oh God, I forgot his name. Oh, that's shocking. John Lydon. No. Ian Brown. Led Zepp. Robert Plant. Robert Plant. Robert Plant. Robert Plant. What did he say? Robert Adultery. No, Joe Dolce. Oh, Joe Dolce. Oh, yeah. oh, we're not back there again. Oh, God, let's not go back. We were there last week, weren't we, with Joe Dolce? What the man are you? Kelly, my no? cousin, married the drummer in The Clash. The old drummer in The Clash. Wow. Strump, no. Topper Heedon. No, the lead singer on the strump. Topper Heedon. Wow. I used, yeah. I used to work... Fame. I used to work with the brother of Mick Taylor, who was in The Stones... Originally, originally. Then Duran Duran, then. That's it. I was saying, I thought it was Duran Duran, Nick Taylor. No, no, Mick. Mick Taylor. Mick. Oh, Mick, sorry. Yeah, Mick, Mick. Taylor. He was in the Stones originally. That's it. That's all I've got. I went to... A, oh, I'll tell, th- tell you one story. I went to a wedding uh, last two years ago of my mate, and there was a guy there, gingerhead guy, and I said to him... It's, it's not Ed Sheeran. <laughs> gingerhead guy, and I said to him, excuse me, mate, I'm looking for the crump wedding. He said, oh, I'm at that. It's just through there. And I went, oh, thanks very much. Cheers. And the guy who was with me goes, oh, that's that bloke off Taskmaster. Have you ever watched Taskmaster? No. no. Oh, that, see, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, feel, I feel validated now because I ain't got an clue who he was. <laughs> Some gingerbread guy. Uh, Dave, the Dave one with the big yeah. tall guy out of... Yeah. Uh, uh, in between us. Yeah, in between us. Yeah. Well, that's no. good. I've I mean, pissed next to some important people. You've, you've what? Pissed next to them? Yeah. Who? A couple of, couple of famous people. Oh, yeah. Uh, one was a guy called Damon Albarn. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That was, that was at the old Wembley. I went in for a piss at half time and he was stood next to me. Um, I didn't ask him for an autograph. No. <laughs> and uh, Ian McCulloch. Oh, wow. Anybody? Yeah. Mally will remember Ian, Ian McCulloch. Of, um, um, oh, God. E- Echo and the Bunny Echo Man. Echo and oh, people. A strange covered a door song was one of the yes. famous songs. Sorry, I had my arse pinched by Alan Carr once. <laughs> I keep that quiet, Joe. Mm. Yeah, is that all? BAFTAs. Oh? At the BAFTAs? Oh, Ooh. BAFTA TV Awards. What yeah. were you doing at the BAFTAs? Well, you know, that's a past that I've not disclosed. Oh, <laughs> mate, this. I was lucky enough to get a ticket um, from one of the sponsors because we were supplying things for uh, for the podcast for the for the BAFTA. So we went to the actual filming and then to the after show party as well. Nice! But, oh, it was absolutely brilliant. You can imagine, like every single yeah. person that you saw is somebody that you're used to seeing on the box. You know, we actually stood talking to Bruce Forsyth for. 20 minutes, just me and the wife chatting away to him. He's such a nice guy. And we were chatting away. It was nice to see him, was it? It was really (laughs) nice to see him. To see him nice, yeah. (laughs) Was he with his wife? Was he with his wife, though? Because you you don't get nothing for a pair. (laughs) (laughs) A higher or lower, yeah. (laughs) But that was great fun. But after show party, because they're all drunk, they all get absolutely larried. 
and you know just seeing some of these people that you normally see on the telly just lose it <laughs> it was hilarious I think at the end of the day they're just normal people aren't they they're just normal yeah, they people are. like yeah, the rest yeah. of us you know yeah. so. Liam Gallagher once pointed out uh, pointed me out in a crowd by the way Liam Gallagher a Wesley's concert so pointed but, you out in a crowd yeah yeah. yeah so south of France uh, went to see Oasis 95 um, and I went intensely me and a girl were seeing there I wore my Man City top intensely I hate Man City but obviously they're big Man City fans but I shuffled to front and it goes out this next song goes out to the lad with a Man City shirt <laughs> supersonic like that Ah. Oh, fair play! Brilliant. Man. I've got, I've got a, I've got a story as well. Go on you, won't be, you won't believe this. Um, I once spent an evening with Brian Blessed. <laughs> Did it rub off? I, looking in the no, middle. hang on a minute. Do you mean up. your mum? Do you mean your mum once spent an evening with Brian Blessed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My mum was there as well. I was only uh, fifteen at the time, and we were at the opening of. Um, uh, oh god what was it called the the giant Flash Gordon no he did he did some voices for Cosgrove Hall and it was for the opening of Big Friendly Giant an animation okay. and uh, Jason Roald Dahl Roald Dahl yeah uh, Jason um, oh, what do you know what Manfred I need to go and get me head checked what's he Jason Priestley only feels an horses. David Jason. David, David Jason. David Jason. <laughs> David Jason was there laughing and joking with Brian Blessed. And I was just stood there looking at them both going, wow. Wow. So maybe a bit of him jumped into me. No did, did, comments. He's a nice guy, Brian. Did, did your mum look sheepish around him? Was it? Did, did you feel like there was... She, she was there was something she was trying to tell you. I was, was I was already or, born though. So. Uh, yeah, I know, but she might have like this is your dad earlier. No, is, no, no, okay. Just, just I wish, oh. like Darren, have you got any claims to fame? Well, I used to do a lot of like you know being a carpenter, and I'd done a lot of work in Harvey Nichols shop fitting back in the day. And I must admit, there was loads of famous people that used to come in here. But I suppose. The most famous person I ever saw was Princess Diana. Oh, oh Trumps. And, <laughs> yeah, it, it, and um, I mean, I don't really kind of been into uh, Harvey Nichols, but it's it's Pardon? it's all kind of open plan. So there's all concessions, oh. and where we was working, we put up a hoarding around this particular section so people couldn't see us working, and the store could carry on opening. And someone said, "Oh, like you know, Princess Diana's out there." And we, what was that? We 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 kind of got up on some steps, and we 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 looked over the top of the the, the holding, so you could just kind of see our noses and our eyes. And um, she kind of looked around, and there was like five or six builders just kind of lined up looking at her. And she just looked at us, and she said, "Should you not be doing some work?" <laughs> With a big smile on her face, and I think all of us just went. <laughs> but yeah, oh, there was like Shirley Bassey was in there, and oh, there was oh, there was oh, there was loads, loads of people. Well, my, yeah. my claim to fame, I can't beat any of you guys. Uh, I once got told to fuck off by Paul Shane. So, nice, yeah, because I was about fifteen. He was doing something in the uh, in the Key Theatre in Peterborough, and I saw him wandering through town, and I went up to him, Heidi, hi, and he went. <laughs> Uh, okay, all right. Fair Not enough. a good idea then to to do that. So I once stood at the side of the Crankies. Remember the Crankies? Oh yeah. yeah. So the Crankies were in town in Bradford, playing at the Alhambra, and they're at this jewellery shop. I was looking in the window, and all of a sudden she stood. She's a she, obviously, big leopard skin coat, and she's about two foot tall. I'm like absolutely yeah. amazed. Van Damme doors, Jimmy. Does any of you remember Just Good Friends? This is going back kind of oh, probably about 30 years ago. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that programme, Just yeah. Good Friends? Yeah, Paul Nicholas. Yeah. Paul, yeah. Paul, Paul Nicholas now, though, aren't we? and Jan <laughs> Francis. That's right, Jan Francis, yeah. I was working at um, a place called Pickwick Studios and I was, lo- I was only about 18, 20 years old and I was locked in the kitchen with Jan Francis while she was dressed as a chicken. <laughs> and that was the most surreal experience because it was just me and her and I was just thinking oh you know that's Jan Francis from Just Good Friends 
and she's chatting away to me, you know, and I'm just, all I could see was, you're dressed as a, as a five foot five chicken. <laughs> the thing is, right now, she's probably saying to somebody, do you know what, I was once dressed as a chicken, <laughs> and it was this hunky young builder. And I thought, if only I had a mini skirt. Oh, on, I'd back, back in the day, mate. Not anymore. Oh, I think he's on the podcast, actually. <laughs> yeah. I just... It's just brought me into a little caveat, that. Although, and we're not going to talk much about it. I reckon we should all Ooh. use the Photoshop thing. Have you seen it with the neural engine? We can make Darren look like Tom Selleck. We could take it back to that day when he was in his prime, in his youth. Oh, me or Tom Selleck in their prime? I reckon you you looked like Tom Selleck when you was younger. Do you reckon? Yeah. Because <sighs> he's got a beard. <laughs> yeah. That's all he's got to go on. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. But the neural engine on, on Photoshop, he had a play what around with it. What's it um, doing? So basically, you can smooth faces, you can do all these different, like, kind of arty effects, but there's a series of effects that will let you change your smile, make you angry, make you sad, <laughs> and you can manipulate it, but you can 3D move a face as well. Even though it's a photograph, flat, it'll computationally put in. Yeah. It's crazy. M- Max Edroom. Crazy. So... Uh... We could all do one of us all and make it look like we would when we were younger. It would be interesting. Mm, I prefer how I look now, thanks very much. <laughs> yeah. I bet you was dashing. I look dashing like with your bolero on, Gary. Oh, no, I bet I t- you do you know what, right? When I was younger, I used to get two com- to called two different people. One was Russell Grant and the other was Nigel from EastEnders. So I'm quite <laughs> happy with how I look now. Thank you very much. I'll stick that, with just... that. Russell Grant was alright he's in Holby Russell Grant was alright you know I'm talking about Russell Grant not Russell Grant horoscopes yeah 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 Yeah. oh if you were moving on to Pisces yeah exactly (laughs) exactly (laughs) wasn't the best wasn't the best look with the girls (laughs) you should have your own show you birds (laughs) it won't last (laughs) be alright in the 70s Yeah, yeah, you'd have been fine, fine in the seventies, pushing the eighties. Nowadays, no chance. Jim Davidson Burns. Believe me, the amount we've had to cut of him, you wouldn't even believe. You wouldn't even believe. Most of it at his own request. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) moving on, moving on swiftly. Um, we were going to have a little chat this off, this uh, this week about Landscape Photographer of the Year because the results have been announced and we've all probably, I uh, hope we've all perused the images that have won and some of them that were commended. What do we think about the What do we think about the winner and and some of the um, other photos in there? Outstanding. There's I like it. I really do. Off the scale. Gary Frost. Gary, Gary Frost. Chris. Chris. Chris Frost. When I, first saw it, when, I, so when, when I first saw it, when I first saw it, I thought, that looks pretty, that, why is it outstanding? Why is it standing out? It looks quite a normal image, but then you study it, and it's just, it brings you into it. Yeah. It just invites you in, doesn't it? The, you, you can probably pick it apart, it, it, not ticking the boxes, but that's the whole point of it, isn't it, really? There's an authenticity yeah. about it. It's, it's the sort of image you can put it on your wall, blow it massively, you can just stare at it for hours and hours. And that, for me, is just a great image. And it's got a little light at the end as well, in the middle, where you can just escape yeah. through it. I think Charlie described it as something that had no visible signs of, of human or anything, and was quite mysterious and quite mm. a... Um, he described it on the lands as something quite mysterious and inviting, which is... Mm. Got the what are, what are the white flowers in it? Garlic. garlic, garlic. Is it? Is that what it is? Yeah. Wow, garlic. But yeah, at mist, isn't it? Yeah, it's mist makes it. Yeah. No, it's beautiful. <coughs> we actually had a comment this week from Julian Heritage, who said um, that this year's um, landscape photography winners are quite heavily processed, a lot of them, and I felt that was one that wasn't. That wow. was that was very natural looking. I thought, and I think there's probably a bit of split toning gone mm. on there, but. Because the highlight, the highlights are very little bit green. When I originally looked at it, I did, 
I felt the same as James. I was a bit like, mm, it's, it's a great shot, but what's what's there that's drawn those judges? Because I do know that, I've, I've, I'm not sure if it works for landscape photographer of the year, but there's a lot where you've got the judges in there and it's sort of a yes, yes, you know, yes, yes, no, yes, no, yes, amongst the judges. And if, if they get more no's than yeses, they're just instantly gone. And I looked and thought, well, what what's special about that one that when they're going through thousands of images that they would have gone, yes, all gone, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll keep that one. But it is a, it is a, it is a beautiful image. It it's, it's a nice angle, isn't it? It's got down really low. And yeah. that, there is seems to be a path of that garlic that leads you directly to the gap at the back where yeah. the eye is meant to go to. And because of that low angle, I think it is inviting you, as you say, James, just to walk down that yeah. Avenue. It's, lovely. it's it's simple. It's just simple and clean. It's just yeah, uh, it is. Being a massive Charlie fan, and not saying he picked it, but there's always something about the images that are attached to Charlie that he likes or that he produces himself that has a unique quality. There's something different, so the slant. Then he'll have something that's quite angular, something that's geometry. There's a there's a lot of do, geometry. Do you know what's key, Mallow? There, such interrupt. You know what's key? Yeah, it's fine. Re- repetition. Yes. The repetition. The shapes of the garlic. Yes. And that's what's key. Yeah. yeah. And also yeah. the vertical. But there's the always key. a certain feel. If if you look back and you look at his work and look at other people's work, there's there's this one kind of motif amongst all those images. Even though they're all in completely different places, they have this kind of. It draws you in. It attracts you. It makes you. You don't quite know why as well. When you first see it, you go, "Oh, I like that." This is just exactly it, though, isn't it? But it's I think looking at look. this image now, I mean, there's a, there's quite a lot going on in this image when you look kind of further back. But there's nothing in this image that I feel that's. Um, like it's really kind of jumping out at you. It's as as James was. It's it's a lovely image to to look at, and then you start looking through it and you start picking out little subtle details here and there. I, I could spend quite a long time just looking at this image. Yeah, and I think that's quite nice. You know, when you get a, a, a quite a busy image, but it's not it's not it's not messy. Overpowering. Is it? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's busy, but it's not messy. It doesn't look yeah. messy. Yeah, it's just nice. It's a nice yeah. soft image. Put put you yeah. in the right mood yes yeah it does i think it helps that the 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 wild garlic in the foreground is all pristine Mm. each each bulb of of flowers is perfectly spherical there's none that are drooping or dying there's no oh an odd brown one and i think that helps i think that the the fact that it's all so pristine clinical is is wonderful Mm. i think as well the one thing that 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 I really like the most probably about this image is when I first looked at it I thought that's attainable for me that image is attainable and for everyone here it isn't like I've had to climb to the top of a mountain and get something during a snowstorm it's just you know it's just an image a beautiful image of a woodland glade with, with the wild garlic that any one of us could have stumbled upon you know, I'm not saying he's probably gone back there loads of times to get that shot, but it's something that's attainable for many, many photographers. You know, whereas I wonder if the I wonder if the photographer that put it in thought, well, you know, anybody could do this, but I'll stick it in anyway and see what happens. Because, mm, as you say, the fact that there isn't some great big drama going on in it would, you know, you'd kind of think somebody's had a bit of a punt on it and probably got the result and thought, blimey. A lot of his work is similar. Yeah. A lot of his work yeah. is very similar then, yeah. mm. and it's kind of a theme he has. And you know, he shot it on a D7500, which is a crop sensor Nikon. Mm. Yeah, well, just that's said that not exactly just... high end, is it? No, no. But that's just reduced the value look, of it. But looking at this image, well, as you guys were talking, I was just looking at it. it was, you know, what do we kind of like about this image? And actually, I've just realised that apart from as you look at the image on the right hand side there is obviously a steep drop off um, but apart from that there is nowhere in this image where you can't see that wild garlic so there's no bald patches it, so it looks as if as if the garlic just goes on 
forever. Yeah. And I think that's what they might have liked about this. If you look on the top left-hand side, you can still see it in the distance, mm. you know, small as it may be, but it's still there. So it just looks like this blanket of, of flowers just whoo, goes on forever. It's quite funny because I went out this, this summer, so a very similar scene and made a right pig's ear of it. It's, it is a harder shot to get than it looks. I think that's a big thing about the simplicity of the shot, but it's an extremely well-lit, well-processed as well. Mm-hmm. It's not that easy to get that shot, mm-hmm. you know. Gary, you were saying earlier that this is in your view, and therefore that means that people have got freedom to add more processing or manipulate the images and things like that. As, is that as, right? As, as far as I'm aware, and... This is from when I entered it, because I entered this two or three years ago. The classic view is you cannot do anything with that image other than your standard edits. So you can't, you can change the contrast, the light, the, the darks, etc., etc. You can use a panoramic, but you can't add or take anything out of the image. So you can't clone, you can't go, oh, there's a little bit in the foreground here, I'll just clone that out. But in the your view, you can you can clone right. bits and pieces out right. and my understanding was I, but like I say I'm probably wrong my understanding was was that you couldn't win landscape photographer of the year with a your view image it had to be a classic view image but this one is in the your view category looking at the if you look down at the categories on the website so um, I don't know unless they've changed the rules or unless that, that it was my misunderstanding then yes this was in a your view so you may find that there may be some bits and pieces taken out of there around yes maybe he has tidied it up which is why it does look so clean and pristine yeah you know he may have taken out those brown patches Dave you said that's not in there I don't know Mm. it doesn't you know take anything away from it but it's just interesting why it's in that category then so Uh, just to mention as well Neil Burnell uh, in the is that some wonderful commended and the black and white winner Oh, the trees in the tree called Fantasy, you. Black and White Winner. Yeah. Oh, sorry, right, the black and white section. In, infrared. Yeah, that's clearly yeah. infrared, isn't it? Yeah. But the processing of that image. Beautiful. Just stunning. Mm. The, the, to be fair, though, I, there's not many images here and commended and highly commended that they're just, wow, wow. It's oh, a yeah, pleasure to look yeah. at. I have to say, I've you know, I think in an earlier podcast I was quite critical of landscape photographer of the year, and I, and I still have to say you do still see the same names in it, but but the but the standard, the level of photography demands, I think, in certainly for me looking through these that those names and those images are in it. So fair play, you know, and I hold my hands up and say, you know, if I've misjudged, then I apologise, but. Yeah, I mean, looking at this one from Neil, I mean, I love, I absolutely love Neil Burnell. Love his work. I think he's just, it, it, he's just a fantastic photographer. Whatever he takes an image of, it just works. Yeah. You know? Well, I'll tell you what image that I, that stands out for me. Um, so I've just, let me just go back to, and that is Jamie. Thank you. William Williamson. Oh. Jamie Williamson shaped by wind and wave and it's going back to what you said that that image is almost obtainable by anybody you don't have to go to the top of a a summit as you say Gal in snowy conditions and it's just a very simple shot of the the broken fence and the marram grass and the clouds above it and that is a shot that you know is obtainable for for most photographers Mm -hmm. But I just think, wow, that is a cracker of an image. Yeah, it is a nice shot. While we're in black and white as well, sorry, I'm jumping on, I probably shouldn't do, but there's another one in there from Jason Hudson that I absolutely love yeah. as well. Jason's shot with the tree in the centre yeah. over at Eden yeah. Valley. Yeah. Sorry, Dad, going back to your, your gate, because uh, that is a cracking shot, really nice. Reminds me of that one that Owen Clark took, but obviously in, this is Mono and his was, was colour, wasn't it? With the yeah, broken yeah. gate, the leaning gate. But I just yeah. think, you know, this, when you look at that image, you know, the one that I'm referring to, yeah. the, the, the broken fence, I mean, there's not, 
you know, there's not a lot going on. It's not like this huge kind of vista and leading lines. I just think there's such a, a powerful image, you know, this broken fence with the marron grass. You can see the wind is obviously howling with all the grasses kind of bent over and the clouds. And I'll tell you what, that, if I was to have t- taken that, Oh, I'd be straight down the framers. Yeah, Rod Islands you know. as well. Rod Islands in that category. Uh, James, that's one for you. That cocker. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna Kern, it. Kern Gorms. Oh yeah, tones of winter. Just, yeah, the portrait one. It's a rare and, and then one that I, I as well. I know I'm going on a bit, taking over here. David Southern, uh, Kitty Wake, Breeding Colony, Northumberland. That's a unique shot as well. I quite like that. Where's Which one's that, that Manny? Uh, that's the one oh, with okay. seagulls yeah. oh. in shelves lines. Oh yeah. I, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is yeah. a oh. yeah, straight one. That's gorgeous, that is. That's a great shot. But then is that landscape or is that wildlife? <laughs> well I mean Wildlife in the landscape. Yeah. I mean it's it's an yeah. absolutely Black gorgeous white, shot. So I guess it, it doesn't is, matter because yeah. it can be street or anything. Well it's landscape photographer of the year, isn't it? Yeah, but there's some shots there where there's a road spinning with a drone shot. Uh, it could be debatable if that's landscape by Kieran Hanlon. That's a nice shot as well. The drone shot. I noticed this year as well, there's quite a few drone shots in there, which is opening things up. I think that's in. I quite like that. that it's opening things up to other forms of, of photography. Well, it's a more popular genre now, isn't it? A tool to you, so yeah, you, you'll see more of them. See, there's one on your in the black and white section, Dave. One uh, of Nubra Beach there. Did you I'm see that? I'm just looking at it. I'm just yeah. I'm just clicked on that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I must admit, I I think uh, Nev Cartridge's trees in the oh, snow is yeah. the outstanding picture. For no, me. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, that 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 was my winner actually. Overall. Treat that. What a yeah. treat. And that was in classic view, was it, Nev's? Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember the vlog to that, and it was yeah. a moment. Yeah, David says it's awesome. Yeah, no, it is, isn't it? it? Very, very simple, um, but yeah, That's really, good. really pleasing to the eye. Lovely, virgin snow as well. Lovely, mm. beautiful shot. That's just that's just sparse and just minimal, and just right, isn't it? It's just yeah. right. Yeah, it's lovely, lovely. I'm not sure that's shot. my overall winner, to be honest. My overall winner is is Lee Dory's one that won the classic view. Yeah, that that is just a phenomenal. The, the atmosphere in that shot, which is the uh, which is the trees, uh, with the reflections in the in the the, the sort of muddied path or the puddled oh, path, yeah. and yeah. that I just think that's fantastic. That shot, so atmospheric. Everything yeah, that's lovely. got everything going for it. That shot. Yeah, yeah. When the reflections. This is why. Mm. This is why, you know, judging or competitions is so subjective. Now, don't get me wrong. You're right, gal. It's a lovely shot, the way that reflection in that in that puddle of that tree. But I would never have picked that as my overall. Okay, what no, See, what as you know, I don't like a, I don't like a typical area, although they're great to shoot. I always favour something that's a little bit like, where is that? It, it could be anywhere. It could be a woodland round corner from you. And when we went up lakes and was at Coniston, I went into this private woodland and there was moss growing up the trees and the oak trees were all very straight. So I've picked my winner last week, uh, uh, this week on, was it Wednesday? Um, straight away I went for the lighthouse and the water, but but I was stimulated by it visually. It's an, it's an awesome image. I, I know Dave's laughing and I know why, but... The one I'm picking is Neil Burnell's in classic view of the trees with the moss growing up them, because <laughs> the pillars. It could be, it could be, it could be anywhere that, and the depth and the fact that there's nothing, there's nothing else showing but these trees going off in this order. It's incredible. That's that's my winner. Okay, can I, rather than saying what we do like now I'm not saying I don't like this image but before some of you guys joined I think there was just me Mally uh, me Gary and, and Jamie at the time now there was one image 
that really surprised me and that is there's a the, there's a it's a classic photo of the boathouse on Oldswater Duke of Portland yeah and don't get me wrong there's nothing wrong with the image it's a lovely image but yeah, it's right. just been shot to death it's even in the guidebooks and it just surprised me that that image actually crept in just because that, it, that's a very good take of it though yeah yeah we've seen the tones and that and the colours yeah, it is it's a lovely image a beautiful image and whoever shot yeah. that must be very proud of it it just Russell surprised Gunning. me that a judge would pick that when it's been shot 10,000 times there you go yeah yeah it just shows you though doesn't it it's done very well mm. it's very well executed I think it's fair to say though that the judges don't watch YouTube so they probably don't see that as often as the likes of us do. True. Oh, I don't know. It has, it's in guidebooks, mate, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's everywhere. I'm not, no, I'm image. not disputing that. I'm just saying that a lot of the images that, that we see a lot of yeah. is because people are, are vlogging it because they can park on the side of the road and get the shot. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so, yeah. To, to be fair, if you wanted to take a shot of that Duke of Portland boathouse, you couldn't really pick much better conditions than that, could you? No. It's a frosty morning, you've got mist on the lake, you've got some gorgeous colour in the sky, reflective light on the boathouse, great reflections, everything is, is mm. there, isn't it, that e- you want? Yeah. Equally, though, you couldn't really pick a different composition because you're kind of restricted to where you're going to go. So yeah, that one's yeah. all about the conditions, isn't it, I guess? Yeah. You could same as the Lone Tree at Lamberis. Yes, yes. Or the Lang, Langdale Pikes from Home Fell by Martin Burks. Yeah. But the light is just wonderful. That's every, it. Really well shot. edited, isn't well, it? One that uh, one that stood out for me was Stuart McVennan's shot. Yeah, yeah. And Cali, the reason I like Cali it is, is because of the depth. I I love the strong foreground. I love the light on those those bent reeds in the yes. foreground. Yeah. Mirroring the tree, it, it, it yeah, the whole. I just think it's that's a lovely shot. That's it's one of my favourites, actually. I'd say that's one of my favourites. He's a good photographer. He really is. Stuart. Oh, he yeah. is. Yeah, there's very no good. question about that. Yeah, I do like his. There's, stuff. A, there's a lot of very, very good photographs, no doubt, in yeah. this collection. And you know, hats off to anyone who got anywhere near. Let's be honest. Let's be yeah, honest. well done. Yeah. Amazing photography amazing something to aspire to but there is one you when you said which one you know do, do I like which I think will win but from classic view for me it has to be um uh crikey sunset over the Dave you're gonna have to help me with this one brother M-A-W double D-A-C-H Malvach Malvach Estuary that looks beautiful oh I absolutely that, love that that, that spot right there I videoed I did a video called I think Wales broke my camera and Alan Cole said to me you need to go up there because that is a fantastic viewpoint and I didn't go quite up far enough but I think that's the viewpoint you get to it's just outside of Barmouth isn't it Dave it's just yeah. it is yes it, it, it's uh, it's a classic view Stephen Irons has done a number of videos from that exact spot. Has he? Uh, yeah. yeah. He's a good it's, photographer. It's one of those ones. He's an extremely good photographer. Very good. But the, the the thing with that shot is that you you really want the estuary at low water because you get all these lovely swirls and curls yeah. in the water that's left mm-hmm. standing. And that Just, light that's coming through. Oh, beautiful. Having said that though, and without wanting to blow smoke up Dave's backside with this one didn't you take a very similar no different location very similar shot to that one of your recent vlogs where you had that gorgeous light coming uh, across the the sea at the background um, very sort of similar composition with the light coming through uh, probably when you <laughs> the, the, see, the vlog Dave that you had hundreds so of images so many great shots he can't yeah. even remember yeah, it's like, just did I Probably, you know, which which one was it? You know, let me just go through. You, you're breaking up on me. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> the thing is, though, Dave, if you're not going to enter any of them, you're not going to win anything, are you? Come on, mate. You know, pull your finger out. I, I think I think what we'll do. I think what we'll do now is we'll uh, we'll 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 do the the uh, the new the new feature of the podcast that we're going to introduce. Whether it's a weekly one or not, I don't know. But we've had quite a few. Um, people asking us questions because we asked for a Q&A and instead of cherry picking you know and saying you right, Manny <laughs> yeah yeah 
Thank you. <laughs> I only want one. I only want one. I can't. No, it's not. Have two, it's daddy. Take two. You know, daddy. Have two, daddy. Look. Three foot kids, two, two for Molly. Don't try and make out you only have one, daddy. Yeah, yeah. You normally have six. You're lying, rascal. You're a pissed, daddy. <laughs> can I have one? <laughs> you can't get baby moves. You can't. Don't get baby moves. Get, get baby moves. Give me moves. baby moves. Give me baby moves. Anyway, where were we? Put me back in dark place. (laughs) So basically, we had plenty of people ask us questions, and instead of cherry picking the ones we want, I thought we'd do like a random, like put them in a random picker, and we'll pick one, and then and then we'll have to answer it. So you know, let's see where we go. So uh, I've I've loaded them all up, right? I've loaded them all up. Now I could be lying here, but I'm not. Trust me. So here we go. Gary what we need, what we, we need some sort of a jingle, you know, some sort of Gary's random picker, <laughs> some sort of kind of Gary's random picker. There you go. That's it. There you go. We'll have that from now on. Right. So here we go. Right. So Manny, if you want to go something like that, right? Ready? I'm doing it now. Gary's random picker. It's very Alan Partridge. I absolutely love it. <laughs> You're not going to believe what's come out. Well, Are you ready? Alan Partridge. It's the gimbal. No, 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 it's not. Are you ready to know what's come out? It's um, looking at this. <laughs> looking at this year's you landscape photography of the year winners. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's been a lot of heavily processed images to my eye. A lot of photographers harp on about getting it right in camera. But I bet they spend hours in Lightroom and Photoshop too. What about a competition for the best straight out of um, camera image from Julian Heritage? Well, we can't. I'm not sure we can talk. We kind of done that one, haven't we? Done it. Really? Yeah. Done yeah. Do it again. Julian. Right, Mally. Mally, go again. <laughs> 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 Gary's random picker. <laughs> It's the same one. <laughs> Do you have to get out? Come again. Come again. Ready on the cheese. Come again. Oh. It comes out again. We're not doing it. Have we got to do it again? <laughs> you got to do it again. <laughs> Gary's random pick. Oh, I've got one. I've got one. Right, isn't it? Right, okay. Okay. It says, I have a question for you all. Since the birth of photography, if there was one picture you could have taken, whose would it have been and what image? And that's Paul Hook. Oh, that's oh. so tough. Oh. How oh. do you... Oh. Killing me, man. You're oh. killing me. Oh, we should have looked at these before. How can you pick an image? The millions of images that are out there. Oh, it's it's like picking your favourite film or your favourite song. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you the most oh. iconic image I can think of, um, not necessarily one that I would have wanted to take, but the uh, the monk on fire. The monk what? on fire. Yeah, the monk on fire. Oh, protesting yes. was it? What, what were they protesting against? Something was it the Vietnam War or maybe it wasn't the Vietnam War, but it's something they were protesting and they were on fire. It was used on the cover of Rage Against the Machine album um, yeah. back in the day. Uh, that's I mean that's an absolutely icon. I think the for me the most iconic images are street photos, photos, yeah. documentary photos. Yeah, you know, Colin. Yeah, yeah. So Gary, on, on that subject, the, the the image that came to my mind is the screaming girl in the Vietnam War while she's running down the street. Oh, naked. Near running pound. down the street naked. Yeah, like, near pound. Yeah. Near pound, yeah. 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 And it's funny, so, the, the, the image that came to my mind, because I'm not even thinking landscape, when I just think it's the it's the guys sitting on the girder over New York. 
Oh yeah. I'm glad I didn't check that though. The girl oh. playing tennis with her ass out. Yeah. Yes, got that yeah. on my wall. Yeah. yeah. That's still sorry, good a picture. I've got to get it. But it made you a bit but of cash. But that's true. That when you when you think of say images straight away, we've all thought of images with people in. Mm. Rather, some more rather, powerful rather images. Than, um, the the yeah, iconic like, images are the ones that capture the a, a moment in time, aren't they? Rather than what about the um, the uh, the young girl uh, Arabian girl with the crystal blue eyes? Oh, yeah. Stephen McClurry was it? Who was it? Now, yeah, there was a there was a thing about a National Geographic. Yeah, I, I watched. Uh, uh, was it um, Tony and Chelsea Northrop did a did a, a big thing on that oh, long ago, yeah. and yeah. that that whole thing was was it set up? I think it was. Apparently the girl didn't, or the parents of the girl, yeah, he didn't ask permission for the image, and the parents of the girl absolutely didn't want her to be in it because it was a real uh, big thing, like religiously, and uh, yeah, yeah. But still, just a, you know, that type of image is stunning, isn't it? You know, just just sticks in your mind; it never goes away. Yeah, the normally scenes of death, which is quite weird as well they kind of linger on with the vultures waiting for the guy to die um, Robert Capper the uh, image the Spanish Civil War oh where there's a question whether it was set up or not yeah was it Cuba I might have got that wrong I don't know Cuba but there again street yeah. Jamie what, uh, landscape Dave? anything landscape you got anything Jamie and Dave they're very quiet over there I got a clue. The only, I, the only random one that comes to my mind is the um, uh, one with Marilyn Monroe when she's uh, when her skirt's being blown up. <laughs> yeah, they, brilliant. Yeah, uh-huh. brilliant image. Iconic. Well, my, my I've I've got two, and they're both landscapes. Sorry. Good. Ooh, that's that's good. No, that's good, oh, Dave. Yeah. At last. Well, the the first one is a classic by Ansel Adams but it's not something you'd expect it's not a, a, a Yosemite image oh, or an Eastern Sierras it, no it's not it, it's the moon over um, Hernandez where he was heading home he had one plate left and he saw this moon over an adobe graveyard yep. uh, down in sort of I think it was Southern California or just over the border in Nevada Tetons is it and he grabbed the shot. No, no, no. It's 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 not oh, the graveyard. Uh, the graveyard shot. Yeah, yes. that that would be one. Um, the other is one of Nick Livesey's because it was just so epic. It, and because yeah. I know exactly where it was taken and the conditions. It's it's the summit of Elidiaval, and he's looking the inversion uh, southwest. No, no. It's oh. a January sunset. He climbs this mountain with a friend in January and he gets the sun right on the horizon and he's knee deep in snow and it's a tough climb without any snow and just I know what went into the photograph I don't think it's in there actually uh, it's available in all good bookshops now (laughs) it it was actually it was was really big in in his uh, gallery and he sold it, and I, I don't think he's reprinted it. I haven't seen it since, but an amazing shot yeah. because of the effort. I said to him, it must have been a nightmare getting down because obviously they came down in the dark. And he said, oh, no, no problem at all. I thought, you lying bastard. <laughs> There's quite a good one I've seen recently with some wild garlic in a, in a forest. <laughs> yeah. That, I wouldn't mind taking that one, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Did you yeah, we're going to do another one. Can we do another question? Yeah, come on, let's have should. another Gary's random up. Yeah. Mally, go oh, for can, it. Can you remember the tune, Mally? Because I can't. Gary's <laughs> 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 random picker. I haven't started it yet. Hang on. Go again. Oh, right, here we go. You've got to do that again. Go on, Mally. Start now. Go on. Here we go. Hold on. Amateur. If this is the landscape photography one, I'm Are you ready? Go for it. Why does me can smell a stale milk? Right, you ready? Go. Gary's random picker. This one, uh, okay, so this one is from Martin Bootnick, and he says, what made you guys choose photography as a hobby in the first place? 
Oh, good question. That is a good question. Well, I think yeah. I've said this before. It's for me. It it almost goes back to the days of fishing. This is almost how I see this. When I used to fish, and I used to look up at the night sky, and that's what got me interested in astronomy. And from astronomy, I went to astrophotography, and from astrophotography, I went to landscape photography. So it's quite funny how you kind of remember back all these little turns of events that actually kind of led up to the to the present day. But for me, it was when, I think I spoke about this before, the amount of money that I invested into my astrophotography rig when I worked out how much money each image cost me was frightening. And then when I moved over to a kind of landscape, almost for something to do, I realised it was so much more accessible in the UK. Whereas once I was craving clear skies, once I moved over to landscape, I didn't want clear skies. I was craving cloudy skies and dramatic scenes, which you're going to get far more of in, in the UK. So that's how it, 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 it came about for me. I was, going to, I was going to mention fishing as well, actually, because I used to be a coarse fisherman and a pike fisherman when I was younger. And I think there is a similarity between... You know, are you are you going to catch anything? Are you not going to catch anything? Are you going to get a decent shot? Are you not going to get a decent shot? And I think there's a similarity there in terms of photography and fishing. But I think it, why I started photography, you know, apart from that analogy, I'm not sure. But I can probably comment why I went into landscape photography particularly. And I think that was because, and I wrote a I wrote a blog recently this week. If anybody uh, is interested blog. in reading it, very that good. Is an unbelievably unashamed Brilliant. blog. Yeah, wonderfully really done. We, 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 we try. Just like to add that my my my, my <coughs> photos on the bottom of that blog post. Link uh, down below. <laughs> it is, yeah. But no, it was. It, I was asked to just do a vlog about you know, photography and the fens and things like that, which I did. And in the beginning of the describing why I got into it, I mentioned that I was brought up in you know in the middle of of the fens, obviously on a on an arable farm, not an arable farm, James, an arable farm. Yeah, feel for you. No, <laughs> horrible. Feel for you. Bad childhood, I understand. How many fingers have you got? Oh, 16, yeah. <laughs> but I spent all of my youth out in the in the landscape, in the, you know, you know, literally my childhood was spent out and about, whether that was helping mum and dad on the farm or whether it was out playing with my mates, and my whole life was spent outdoors. And I think, you know, that time as, as a child spent outdoors, you just get you just get familiar with the outdoors and you begin to appreciate it for what it is. And I think then once I got older and wanted to go into photography, I thought, well, capturing the beauty of the outdoors is something that, you know, appeals to me, really. So I think that's where I moved and why I moved to landscape photography particularly. Um, so, yeah, Do you know what? Sorry, I don't want to jump in, but very quickly, I know we're all, all about the same age and everyone thinks that their particular age, you know, or Speaking the time they grew up in was was uh, the best but don't you think we've less lived through the best times where we was probably one of the last generations that was encouraged just go out and go play. outside go, mm. out, go out on your bike where you, you are, and dad didn't worry about alone. go with your football get your bike go out with your yeah, mates just go, go further make a den keep going exactly oh, you know now it's like oh here's your ipad go on the computer go with it oh. i remember but being an 11 year old kid being an 11 year old kid and just being out from dusk, like from dawn till dusk, all the yeah. time. Yeah. Just you so go out, you'd knock round for your mates, wouldn't you? We'd go out, you, you, you just get them ring, them ring patches of dirt where you've been it dusty, been in that much dirt. You've been yeah, out yeah, that long, you get yeah. ring patches of dirt. <laughs> ringworm. Yeah, it's true nowadays. You, you wouldn't like, I got kids, I wouldn't let them out at 11 to go and no. play. I don't. I don't. Oh, I don't know, frightening you. I don't think the world's a more dangerous place. I'll be honest with you. I think it's exactly the same as it was, but it's just that we We're know so about. Online. We know it yeah, exactly. We're so online. Wap dance. Yeah. Wet ass pussy. Get What's all that about? What are you what? talking about? Kids. Oh, oh abs. You don't want to know. TikTok. Cardigan. Cardigan Brown, as I like to call her. Cardi B. You youngsters, you were all having a good time out and about. Round about the same time, I was chasing. Oh, he's gone. What chasing was he chasing? Chasing chasing what? Oh no! Oh, right, have a competition. Let's have a competition, viewers. Fill the gap. Yeah, because Dave, your your volume's what, gone. Dave. What, what was Dave chasing? You've Do gone. a jingle, Mally. 
What's the ding- jingle for Dave? What's dragons chasing? Chasing women. Oh, okay. Uh, what, 11? Uh, no, I was, yeah, I'm a lot not? older than you lot. I was chasing women pre-AIDS. Pre-AIDS. <laughs> Before you got, what? <laughs> Anyway, creative. Anyway, we, we've literally we've only got like two <laughs> answers of why we got into photography. So before oh, yeah, we got photography, right? Okay. So I, I'm a I'm a fisherman as well, but I still am, and that's got nothing to do with photography whatsoever. Um, I I don't know. I I was kind of like you guys though. I was out and about as a youngster, and I thought, oh, wouldn't it be nice to be able to take pictures of the great stuff that I'm seeing? Yeah. And I got into it in about 1980 with a decent SLR camera and that was that really it, it, there wasn't a sort of conscious oh I think I'll try this it was oh I've got to buy a camera because I now have a wage and I can live off baked beans <laughs> but having a nice camera <laughs> baked beans have got a lot to answer for <laughs> Barb what, what about you Manny what's, what's your reasoning oh it, it, it comes down to to um, heritage history, it comes down to family, it comes down to going out, and funnily enough, fishing's involved, granddad, blackberry picking, being outside, going into the woodland, going and finding places that my dad had set me down, uh, a place in Gloucester called, in the Forest of Dean, uh, a place called Lydney, and we'd go off all day, and we'd walk like, 12 miles and my dad always said you could never you'll never get lost you can't get we always got lost but we'd always find our way back either by train track or whatever and I I was given a Kodak Instamatic and and that was it if if they ever if they made deliverance in the UK it would be in the forest of Dean (laughs) 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 wonderful place though wonderful place just Oh, such amazing memories! But yeah, you, you're probably right there. I, did, I saw a few wild boar as well. I never squealed like one, but uh, I always wondered who Dean was. F- Forest of Dean. Yeah, who is yeah, Dean? Was, was it? Was he? He's uh, an earl, wasn't he? Yeah, no, the, yeah, I was, yeah. <laughs> no, I did just made that up. <laughs> it could have been the earl of <laughs> the earl of Dean. <laughs> I don't know who he was, but it's a fantastic place round Simmons Yacht and off off your way up to St. Evil's, a very historic place, a wonderful place in this country, with some oak trees that are very, very old, just outside of the place called Ludlow. I don't know if it's still there, but at one point it was one of the oldest trees in the country. Um, Unbelievable! You could climb. Three or four people could climb inside this tree. It was massive, massive oak tree. And I took pictures of that with uh, old film cameras, and that was that was it. Really, it comes down to being a kid. Your connection as a kid, isn't it? And and then it it follows you for the do, rest of your life. Do you life. find that more recently going out with your camera now to those places that you visited as a kid? You know, it brings back so many memories. And that's yeah. another reason probably why it attracts you there. You've got that connection with it. And therefore you can remember all the things you used to do as a kid. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I find that. I've, I've yeah. loved going back to loads of places locally around here that I used to go with mum and dad as a kid. And it's just great to revisit them now and, and then capture them, you know. Uh, it's, I'm loving I still that. go into Woodlands now. Yeah, the local Woodlands where I grew up. Still go there now. And it's just great to see it in a different perspective now with a, with a camera in your hand. Yeah. Yeah. So what was your experience, James? Why did you get into it? I think, for me, it's just feeding my creative side. I've always been creative. When I was really young, I used to love drawing. Um, all of all, I passed a, a, a graphic design. I passed all of all graphic design. I nearly went down your route, to be honest, Molly, at one stage. Good dodge, um, Yeah. Then I moved on to poetry. Wrote, wrote a bit of poetry as well, in the early 20s. And Ooh, so yeah, that's for next week. Yeah. Oh, ready. Yeah. I'll be ready for you. I'll be ready for you. And I of course, a great limerick. Oh yes. You might be pleasantly. Are you, are you slightly kind of Pamers? 
<laughs> what do you mean? Short like that, you <laughs> mean? There once was a boy called Johnny. <laughs> um, I've got to say, James was more like Jim Morrison. Yeah, oh, that kind like, of poet. I reckon yeah. he was, actually. Yeah, He's head buried deep within the yeah. Blackberry book. You've read one, haven't you, Mally? I have. I have. Awesome. That'll be next Great. week. Very um, good, seriously. Very yeah, good. Oh, no, I believe is it. A sort of John, is it sort of John Cooper Clark delivery? Ish, yes. <laughs> no. It's a bit more moist. <laughs> a bit more beatnik. Yeah, yeah, a bit more, yeah, 60s. Dr- yeah. bit more drug fueled. Oh, Jack Kerouac. Yes, oh, that era. Okay. Well, how yes, about this? Then next week's podcast, we have an opening monologue from oh, Mr. Burns. James. Oh. I think he needs your chair, though. Oh, yes, definitely. Like he needs your I like chair. That. I'll definitely. stick it in the post, mate. Definitely. Yeah. FedEx. So, come on, Gary, how did you get into Lance? Well, I was going to say, mine's very similar to James, really. I'm a bit of a. Uh, a failed creative. I, I I love art. I'm not very good at not not very good at it. I've always loved design. I did art and design at school, and I, I think I remember probably my earliest memory of photography. I was about I don't know eleven, maybe eleven or twelve, and I remember being on holiday and my mum and dad gave me one of those throwaway you know the throwaway cameras with the yeah actually I'm not sure it was a throwaway one but Nikon just a, just who, who had it with the, with the flash on top yeah with the, f- the four bulbs on top yeah, yes. yeah it was just, it was just a, an old camera really old I remember going in we, we were in Wales at, at Butlins in, in Fwelly and I remember my, my two sisters sitting where, the, where was that oh I, <laughs> don't even sorry <laughs> What's it called? Go on, Dave. Go on, you can tell me. What is Close it called? Enough. What is Rill. it called? <laughs> Swansea. What is it? Go on, Dave. Rill. Cardiff. Anyway, in North Wales, at this holiday camp, and I remember my two sisters sitting on this, on this cliff. Sort of, it wasn't on a cliff, but it was at the top. And I remember looking at it and taking the shot and thinking, actually, I need to get a bit lower. If I get a bit lower, I can get a really lovely view, and it's like just from there, really. And was it a pano? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but back in the day, you used to have to take each shot, and then when you, they got developed, you used to have to sellotape them all so, together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, at least no. you got them developed. The trouble is with these disposables. <laughs> you take a load of pictures and then chuck them away. I'll be honest with you, four or five of them were of my thumb. Well, at least I told everyone that was my thumb. Um, it's, um, yeah, it's just, I don't know, just, I've always been creative. So whether it's photography or designing stuff on the computer or a bit of drawing, that's always what's sort of got me going, you know. I'll tell you what we should do, actually. We should scrap that lot. Any, I don't know if anybody has got <laughs> on their. Just forget it. Oh no! Should we just scrap it? It didn't work. No, 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 it no. It just no, didn't no. work. <laughs> we sport about an hour of it. Well, I don't think it works. <laughs> no, <what> I mean. <laughs> I, I need a pay. <laughs> Van Dyke from the north. That's <laughs> too good. Oh Girl, what, what, what were you saying any day, anyway, Darren? Go think, has, has anyone got their first landscape image that they ever took that they actually thought, Ooh. actually, Ooh. this is quite yes. a nice image? Yeah. yeah. It actually started us on the road. Is it? Yeah. It's in, it's it in slides, though. It's in no, a, not, it's not a, this week. Oh, you know, save it for next oh, week. Yeah. It's since it's since I have a load of Kodak slides and do you know what I might do? Set the projector up and everything and and, and show you a bit. Some dodgy I, I, music. I've been meaning to do a vlog on it for quite some time and the slides are from like 1979, 80. And uh, the the place is like like I say where it's Wales and Gloucestershire and. Uh, yeah, but have you got like, one? Have you just got one photo yeah. 
that you yeah. well why don't Stands we do up. that why don't we say that now so then all six of us know to get that ready for next week there's so, a, so there's one, one that inspired us to get into yeah. landscape so one for, it might not be any good it might you know when you look back yeah. on what your first phone it, but your first it ain't gonna be any good trust me <laughs> that you think actually you know so yeah it's I'm, so, not sure, I'm not sure mine are any good now let alone 10 years ago whenever yeah. it was the thing is about my shot, right? I, I, no, I'll talk about this week. Yeah, okay. All right. Good That's idea. 22. That's a really good idea, yeah. Darren. So yeah. next week... Thank you. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. Yeah, it's a good idea. Great idea. Yeah, we'll keep that one. Keep that idea. We didn't actually say we were going. So you was a bit preemptive with that, Dazzler. Because you normally <laughs> save them till the very end. <laughs> but as I say, old Dick Van Dyke interrupted me and it was... Uh, <laughs> that was a good impression though, Joe. Hey, hold on, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Chaz and Dave. <laughs> anyway, anyway, with that, I, do you know what? I think I think we probably... I think we probably talked there. enough. I think we probably hey, talked no, enough. Hang on. Oh, hang on. Oh, it's hang on. there! Of course it is. Of course it is. Go on. No, but go when ahead. I say what I'm going to say, you're all going to go, oh, yeah, oh. of course. Cool. I know what it is now. We need to give a big shout out to Mark McNeil. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yes, yes. Mark McNeil and Carl Thank Edwards. You. Carl Thank Edwards. Yes. Both, both suffering with coronavirus. Let's do it. Stop, stop. Go. <laughs> What? <laughs> it was like we stumbled into it. We need to give a shout out to me. Before we go, <laughs> Gary, before we yeah. go, we'd just like to. Go! Yes. Okay, yes. all right, all right, okay, okay. Oh, so now I'm getting no credit for this. No, 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 Mark McNeil, who's been incredibly poorly this week with uh, with COVID, and I just hope he gets better soon. I hope he's over the worst. And who else was it, Gary? You Carl, Carl Edwards. Carl yeah, Edwards, he tweeted course, today yeah. to say he's got COVID nineteen as well. So, to both of you guys, from all of us, you know, I mean, you know, good 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 friends of the podcast, good friends outside the podcast in some instances. Um, get well, get well soon, and let's hope you know that there's no. You know, lasting effects, and that you're back out taking photos before too long. So yeah, definitely. Get well soon, guys. Yeah, get yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Cheers, and and to anyone else. In fact, anyone else out there who's suffering in whatever respect that may be, or knows anyone, then you know, we all wish you well. And you know, these times are difficult, and um, yeah, we, we 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 wish you well. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well said. yeah. 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 Anyway, that's yes, I think guys. that's um, that's it for this week on that sort of you know slightly slightly somber somber note. But uh, we hope you've enjoyed the podcast. We've had a <laughs> interesting interesting I would say experience this week. Uh, we're back next week with some poetry and some really crappy photos. I get the feeling <laughs> certainly from my end. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, we'll see you all next week. And until then, uh, goodbye. Oh yeah, Darren, is, did you want to say something or you put your Go on. What is it? Before Are we, we going to answer any more questions? Next no. week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, next week. Oh, next week. Say that. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to get any more questions in, actually, if you haven't asked any, and you want us to, um, you know, add them to the random picker, to hear, <laughs> just, like to, <laughs> just to hear Manny <laughs> Jingle, really, <laughs> for anything else, then please do. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway, see you all next week, and thanks for watching and listening. Goodbye. See ya. See you guys. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>